It's Mira and Peter. You're listening to the Mind Takeaway podcast, where we talk about all things mind-related and embrace what it is to be human in an age of technology, digitalization, and information overload. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, and share with your friends. In this episode, we speak to Dr. Giles B. Croft, a psychology graduate and former NHS surgeon who stepped aside from clinical practice for a decade to explore a number of career paths, including health informatics, cycling journalism, public speaking, and high street retail with his wife. He's now back in the health profession, tackling the root cause of stress and its many harmful effects by leading clients to a better understanding of the human experience. Enjoy listening. Hello, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Today we are here with uh, Giles P. Croft. Uh, welcome, Giles. Welcome, Giles. Hi, guys. Hey. Uh, I've, I've just have a first question for you, really. Uh, what is P standing for? <laughs> <laughs> it's a state secret. It's uh, P stands for Peter, which was my my dad's name. I inherited my dad's my dad's name, so it's. Yeah, it's a nice thing to to carry on. Really, there's also there's also another Giles Croft online, so it makes sense to to use my middle initial. Mm. And and there is a connection between you and Peter now. Uh-huh. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Another Great segue name. into my father. He had a middle name Wellington. Gladly, I didn't take that one. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my mum apparently wanted to call me Rockley okay. Nelson Croft. Wonderful. So I'm. I think I did all right with Giles Peter. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's safe to say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Giles is a coach uh, and he is a colleague of ours as well. But Giles, you have a really interesting background uh, being being a doctor as well, a surgeon. So would you tell us a little bit more about how you transitioned and why? Why did you change your profession? Yeah, um, I always... I always had a whole load of outside interests, I guess. Um, really enjoyed riding my bike. Um, and uh, uh, sort of a combination of things, really, with with uh, medical training changed quite drastically uh, in the early thousands with the European Working Time Directive. And as a, as a, as a surgeon, which was a, very much an apprenticeship, um, a, a, a lot of that changed quite drastically because we went from working in a real sort of team in the in the, in the old-fashioned firm where yeah sure you know we worked all, all hours and I, I was quite used to doing um you know starting work at 8 a.m on a Saturday morning and not finishing until 8 p.m on a Monday night you know mm-hmm. on call the entire time that kind of that kind of bad old days stuff but then we went to working shifts and never really operating with the same team of surgeons and so that 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 meant that my training took a took a huge hit and i just i'd reached a crossroads to be honest I, i'd reached a crossroads and um medicine's one of those careers where you you kind of make decisions at quite a young age or <laughs> have them made for you i didn't really get to choose my gcses and um uh, and then, and you never really stop. You never slow down. You never, you never take pause to really um, examine whether it's kind of like the right thing for you, or um, 
because you, you you get this impression of making a whole load of career choices, but they're very, very narrow career choices within, within, you know, within medicine. And I had a whole bunch of, I had a whole load of mates who weren't in medicine. All my closest friends from university were non-medics and they were all leading these completely different lives, not working weekends, not doing night shifts, seemingly perfectly happy. And I was like, oh, there's a there's a different world out there, isn't there? <laughs> so so I was kind of curious about that, and um, and yeah, so just uh, and had a had a real passion. I'm a bit of a geek. Um, had a a real passion in in the information side of of healthcare. I could see how I, I was given like a little handheld computer. I don't know if you remember. Um, if you're old enough to remember the uh, like Scions, mm. the Sci- yeah. Scion Five, little like pre-smartphone thing and I was given one of those by a consultant uh, and he said I don't want to see you using paper for the next six months of this job because he was like fed up with junior doctors just having their you know he was quite future thinking and that completely changed my practice it's like all of a sudden I had all the information I needed to hand this was pre-data protection laws and uh, and I thought yeah this is the future man this is this is the way that medicine's going to go Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really gone that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I did my best. <laughs> so I did that for like 10 years. Yeah. I was kind of like in the in the information side of things that the, it was it was you know a way of um trying to make a bigger difference, I guess. I could see the difference that I could make on a like a one-to-one basis with patients. Mm-hmm. But I really it, it was like after having done it for however many years and you know qualified as a surgeon and everything i i just want i wanted to i wanted to my values had kind of evolved and 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 i was fed up of being at the bottom of the big shitty heap really and i wanted a bit more in, a bit more autonomy a bit more influence and and just wanted to make a bigger difference in the health service sort of in general so it just all the pieces of the jigsaw kind of fell into place and and i left mm. It's interesting, and it and and it really ties up in what you're doing right now, isn't it? You're influencing uh, much more people and and making a bigger difference in their life, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, the, I I love the work that that we do because I, mm. I know that that you've seen too that when when people really kind of get in touch with how they work, when we let them know the like the instruction manual for life, <laughs> we let them know how their minds are working and, uh, and you know, who they are. And the, the, it's, it's, a, it's quite contagious, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it, there's a real, there's a real, there's a real ripple effect. I did some, I did some, some uh, wellbeing workshop work uh in um in an nhs department and um me and the doctor who who were running the sessions we had this little this little sort of catchphrase of light one candle because it was very much you know you could see that the sort of the penny would drop for 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 somebody and then all of a sudden they'd be that they 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 were lit themselves and and they were talking to a whole lot of other people so yeah i i i I like that about the way that we work Mm. Yeah, that's just reminding me. So the current situation now with, you know, the fact that we're all staying at home and just before we were recorded, we were, you know, explaining the situation in Germany. What what excited us about, you know, obviously the work that we all do is that 
what we've seen, and again, I don't know if you've seen it from your side in the UK now, but we've seen this ripple outwards happen a bit quicker right now because people, you know, are forced to get a bit more reflective these days because they're spending a lot more time. And, and you know, for some it's quite tricky because they've never really had that much time to think, right? Mm-hmm. So they're struggling with it. But others, they seem to be flourishing right now. Mm-hmm. What's been your experience from your side? Yeah, I don't know, because you, like your, your, your social media, fit, I don't know about yours, but my social media, fit, it, it seems to be quite curated. It's it's, <laughs> it's like over the years. So I'm just seeing myself reflected out in the in, <laughs> in social media at the moment. Um, everyone's trying to help and you know, mm-hmm. it's got their thing. And, but uh, I, I was, yeah, I was... I was talking about this uh, just the other night. I, 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 I run these little sessions called Wellbeing Wednesdays, um, which started out as sort of a community thing. Um, my wife's got a shop, a retail store, little little uh, wool shop. And so I've been using that space and was inviting people along on a, on a Wednesday mm-hmm. evening. That had to go online pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and I was, yeah, I was just, I was reflecting on that. I think, I think yes, people are slowing down at the moment, but for me, I I think it's there's going to be something about when people are reflecting back on this time that's mm. going to be even more powerful, because people are really going to have the evidence right there under their noses that oh, you know, it, it was a bit of a shit show for a while there. And look, I'm still here and I'm okay. And when I actually look back at that time, even in that big narrative of pandemic bad, there were moments of calm. There were moments of real beauty. There were, there were, there were moments of more than okay within, within that, within that narrative and I, and I think that people are really going to see oh hang on a minute you know but maybe my well-being isn't isn't dependent on circumstance you know maybe there's something there all along that that uh, that you know where my creativity springs from and my my well-being springs mm-hmm. from and and I had a whole load of ideas about I really you know oh, didn't didn't we cope really well during that pandemic didn't we come up with all of these brilliant ideas about how to keep ourselves occupied and and experience a whole load of things that we wouldn't normally have experienced so for me I I think it's almost going to be after after the fact where when people you know getting getting even more reflective mm. yeah and you saying this it just really makes sense me looking back into um i've been a refugee when i was a teenager and uh, you learn the lessons uh for later on mm. it's kind of yeah now looking back and reflecting to that time it, it it makes sense, you know, it all makes sense. But um, yeah, I mean, okay, I was too young, but probably lots of people had difficulty thinking that any time will ever be better, you know. Mm. It's, it's quite interesting. It's quite I mean, isn't that, that, yeah, isn't, isn't that like a life skill to get to, mm. to, to, to really just be able to, just to step back from what's going on right now like mm. knowing but like really knowing because that's the way it works because every time you look back in the past it's like oh yeah 
oh yeah yeah that makes sense now that makes it didn't make sense at the time but it makes sense now it's like well just 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 be cool with it not making sense now because it's going to make sense at some point yeah yeah <laughs> and, and it's, it. yeah it's absolutely fine not to see the sense in that moment because yeah. you can't see the big picture you can't yeah. it's impossible but uh, just knowing that it's there that at some point you will see it. Yeah, I think it just that's the gift, right? Isn't it that um, mm. just being okay with the mess, you know, the the knotted mess and the not knowing and all the craziness that comes with just that's the most natural thing, right? Okay, yeah. I know when we're going through it, it, it feels uncomfortable. There might even be a physical response to it and all of that. But if, if we again just get reflective on well, last time I felt like this, I came out the other end. So why should it be any different, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's quite useful to know. And I'd hazard a guess. I mean, I know you touch on creativity and I'm excited about people's resilience as well because people just didn't or don't think they've got it in the tank to be able to deal with stuff. But this is kind of forcing pretty much everyone on the planet right now to, you know, live a certain way. And yeah, I guess it does require you to put something in place and, you know, for it to ripple outwards afterwards, because I'd hazard a guess that the main thing for me is I'm worried that as soon as it gets back to normal, whenever that is, there might not even be a normal, you know, in mm-hmm. the sense that we saw it, right? I'm just a bit concerned that people will quickly just get sucked into the normal advertising and then, you know, everyone will be like, yeah, buy everything and get back on holiday and forget about it happening. But then maybe that's not actually correct. Because I guess most people, whether they like it or not, they're going to go through such an amazing transformation. Even if they're not aware of it right now, as, as we've all said, but they're going to come out the end, the other end, being completely, you know, in a different place. And 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 in a different place that we can't even imagine. That's the thing, you know, because what does a mind do? A mind, a mind goes, well... It could go back to how it was, uh, or it could it could be like this, or it could be like this, or it could be like this, and it can you know we can come up with you know a finite number of ways that it could be, mm. and almost by definition, it's not going to be any of those. It's not <laughs> be any of those because that's a really small number that our minds can come up with, yeah. and that's not the way it works. Mm. And tell about you guys, that excites me though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we put a lid on it, as one of our colleagues said, remember, mm. more group pages ago, the way he explained it is like, why put a lid on that box? Yeah. You know, there's so many limitless possibilities. Why would you settle for a few? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, yeah. it's, you know, we, we, we started talking about career change and that that's you know, when I'm coaching people around career change and, and they're, and they're, oh, I could do this or I could do that. And it's exactly that. It's like, well, well hang on a minute. Why, why put a lid on it? So what you're telling me is you're giving me a list of the ways it's not going to end up being. <laughs> we can carry on doing that for as long as you like. <laughs> it's not going to be any of those. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it never is. It I mean, is. I mean, could you, could you even imagine like those years when you decided to leave uh, your career the first career and decided to go to information and more technology based stuff could you have ever imagined doing what you're doing right now <laughs> no, no. i often say i don't know whether it's just me and being you know like a this little thing moving with brainy emotion but i it i like I, I, I none of what i did was planned like mm. none of the careers i've had have have been planned other than that you know that first one which was and it's you know it's uh 
it's a bit it's a bit of a shame that 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 so many people um c- c- you know you could go into this kind of vocational type career and think that that's the way it works because mm. i mm. you know i didn't know any different it wasn't till i left and 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 all these opportunities started happening and and i just like literally just followed my nose and sort of had this ruthless kind of like well i'm just going to do more of what i want to do and less of what i don't want to do and in doing that just opportunities arose uh, that were beyond this is the thing isn't it it's beyond what we can imagine it's beyond what we can imagine mm. you know i what I, I wanted i just felt i felt really pulled towards getting an article published in my favorite cycling magazine it just like became a bit of a mission it's like i can do that i, w- I want to do that i want to get an article published and it was just my dogged pursuit of that that led to a set of circumstances where all of a sudden i'm on the books and i'm being sent all over europe to ride my bike and get paid for it and write about it and take lovely photos and and you know it's like and that's not what i set out for just like the health informatics i didn't set out to do the health informatics stuff it was just something that really genuinely interested me and i was curious about and i kept asking questions and i think that i think that that enthusiasm mm. enthusiasm and curiosity mm, yeah are, is, is is basically all, all you need if you just if you ask enough people questions about something that you want to do then something's going to happen basically then mm. it's not going to be anything that you can imagine yeah mm. so many guests we've spoken to um think that way and we do as well because mm. well it's, it's not even we think that way it's it's an it's an experience right <laughs> that's how it is we've experienced it it is how it is i've had mm. many different careers i didn't follow a straight line but i can honestly say i never planned that mm. and at the time it didn't you know it was all over the shop and it felt uncomfortable but then i come out the other end with a load of different experiences and skills Mm. And where we are now, the fact that we're even having this conversation, there's no way I could have predicted that. And if I tried to map that out in my old, the way I used to think, really structured, or um, it needs to be a project, let's, you know, let's put it, such a tight structure around it that it can't breathe, right? But the thing is, even when I tried that, it it was never possible. That was completely whimsical, right? Because life takes hold. And, that, and that's a good thing for people listening, right? That even if you do try and control it, there's always going to be other things in the way. But again, I guess we're limiting, right? If we just get curious, as you say, our creativity takes hold and it takes us on a really interesting journey that you could never envisage, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a there's 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 got to be a sort of a, a a bit of a willingness to 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 let go of plans really mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. it you know so so many times i've thought right that you know this is it right you know i'm full full steam ahead on this and then you know i just get wrenched off in a different direction it's like oh yeah this is nice <laughs> <laughs> no it's a good point it's been okay with that right that some yeah. of these best laid plans don't actually yeah. bear fruit but yeah. that actual thing not happening usually leads to something amazing happening. Well, it's yeah, they're they're they're, they're stepping stones, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're stepping stones. I mean, I remember um, we all know Jamie, and I remember him saying something about um, that, like that that authentic purpose, that mm-hmm. or that uh, no authentic desire. It, it you know it has a purpose in itself, even if it's just to 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 pull you forwards in a certain direction 
to be able to see something completely different, to then go off in another direction entirely. Whereas we all get, you know, everyone's going around going, oh, what's my purpose? You know, mm. like, what, what am I supposed to be doing? And it's like, well, you're supposed to be doing what you're doing right now, you know? It's, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, you know, open your eyes and look around at what's what's right under your nose and 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 move forward and it doesn't necessarily mean that what it is you're doing now is going to be what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life mm, yeah yeah and mm. it is that it sounds cheesy but it is literally just following your heart isn't it it really is yeah it's yeah. just taking a few steps forward and i think that's quite useful for people to hear that what you're doing right now isn't necessarily what you'll end up doing but it's mm. part of that wonderful tapestry of your life and things mm. that will probably lead you to something else whatever that may be <laughs> yeah i mean when i started uh, when i it's funny because you introduced me as coach when i when i first started doing that like talking about you know like not not really having a plan so i literally had to google what is coaching <laughs> because I, like, I had this idea that oh i might like to do some one-to-one one-to-one work with people having you know spoken up on stage about career change for many years um, and you know, I, I literally had to Google it. It's like, is is that what I should be doing? Oh, that's that, you know. <laughs> and then, and then when I started, uh, and I, I kind of like, you know, got used to doing the one on one stuff that I was terrified of to to start with, and and overcame my fear of video. You know, it was another one. It was like, you know, and I look back, it's like, what was going on there? <laughs> and um, and 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 I remember saying, I remember having some coaching my own and saying, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy to stand up on stage, and you know, and, and I'm I'm cool with the one-to-one stuff going I can't I can't I just can't really see me ever doing workshops thing mm. and now it's just like one of my favorite thing <laughs> I just love being in a, in a room with a small group of people it's cool right it's like, yeah. yeah yeah I remember yeah, yeah. when we were speaking to you earlier about and, and I love the fact that you're doing it in your in your wife's shop because it, it's great that you're repurposing that for your venue, right? And to do that in the community. And I just love that because we were we were talking about, remember, audio and stuff like that. Because mm. I know you were using the wireless mic and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's some there's some kind of magic. It's that energy, isn't it? About mm. working in, with a group of people mm. and just going on an exploration together in a group. It's great. I mean, yeah. it's still possible. to getting back to normal and... I haven't actually had yeah. some people in yeah, the room what, at the moment. Yeah, what I was going to ask you is, are you, well, you, you've took it online. How do you see the difference? Because when, when we first started um, training with Jamie, I think it was Jamie really that pointed us towards facilitating on Zoom and he, he was mm. already ahead of the curve doing it. Yeah. Um, it was different than being in the room. But again, once, once you have a connection with someone, it's a connection, right? Mm. And it still felt as deep although it's different, there was mm. something, there's always something different about it, you know, versus being with a group of people in person. But it doesn't actually get in the way of still doing wonderful work with people. But mm. how have you found it? Because I know you had to, do, you know, change pretty quick, like most people. Even us, mm. we, our current group that we were working with on a 12-week programme, we'd already booked venues and stuff, and that's to, you know, pull away and go straight online. So, Yeah, the the... I I remember what I did I did I did one of Jamie's courses and I was really I was really hung up initially on I really I, I want there to be a um a physical component to it. You know, I want to be in the room with a bunch of other people. And I remember him saying to me at the time, um, 
you might be surprised by how good the like the Zoom stuff is. And it 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 was something separate. I think one of his like weekend things that he does and that was entirely online. He said, you know, give that a go and, and see what's fine. And I was amazed. I was amazed at the 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 depth of connection that you can that you can have when it's a bunch of pixels on a screen in front of you. You know, it doesn't have to be. And I think a lot of people are quite can get quite hung up on that whole needing to be well you know i'm i know some coaches are like well i just i just you know i really need to be doing the face-to-face stuff and it's like well let's have an experience online between the two of us and see what you think you know mm-hmm. because it's it, it's it's totally possible i mean we had um my um my mum passed away quite recently so the all the funeral stuff plans for that were changing it was like just as coronavirus was hitting so almost on a daily basis we were hearing from the funeral homes like yeah you know we said we could do yeah we can't do that anymore and bit by bit it became apparent that the funeral just wasn't going to happen so we took it upon ourselves to me and my sister to to host an an online funeral you know, we we did it over Zoom. We had like over fifty people um, from all different walks of of, of my mum's life, and it was lovely. It was lovely. You know, in some ways, it was nicer than a than than the than the usual. People mm. afterwards were saying, "Oh, you know, I don't normally like." I mean, I, you know, nobody <laughs> likes a funeral, but. Uh, you know, I don't like those the, that that kind of like that social the mingling afterwards. I just want to get away. Whereas whereas here. You know, people were putting their hands up and they were saying, you know, can I, I'd like to say a few words. And mm. so everyone got to hear all the stories about my mum and everything. And, and, and it, you know, everyone, there was a real f- a communal felt sense of connection from people that were, that were, you know, zooming in from all over the world. It was, it was brilliant. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting for me, the more I explored connection, the more I was getting in touch with that, the more I was understanding what it is. It's just something that doesn't have a space or time. It's just a beautiful feeling uh, that you get when, when you when you just get out of your way and and, <laughs> you know, remove all that shoulds and coulds and whys and you know i i was talking about um sadness the other day and uh, and it struck to me how how much deep connection is in that feeling if we allow it to be and um and it's still like you you mentioned your mom passing uh it's still for me when I think about my dad that passed 11 years ago, I still have that deep sense of connection when I think about him. I feel a little bit sad, but it just allows me probably to to disconnect from the happenings on the outside world at that moment. So it allows me to connect. It, it's really interesting. Connection is just, I don't know. It's, it's like a, a, it's... It's more about what's not there than what's there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more about what's not there, yeah. and and that that's not dependent on any particular circumstances. Yeah, mm. as far as I can see, anyway. Yeah, mm. that it's there, always working in the background. It's 
as, as you alluded to, it's beyond space and time from what we can see. I can't prove that to you right now, but mm. just that when we're not thinking about it and we're not getting in the way of it, i.e. saying, oh, I don't feel close and all of this stuff, but we're always connected to everything. And mm. it's that getting quiet or just not thinking about stuff and then boom, it hits you. You know, you feel mm. that. It is like a lovely pressure wave of just a nice feeling, as you pointed to there, that you you experience and everyone experiences it. There isn't any other human I've ever met that hasn't. Mm. Just that they may not have thought, you know, thought about it in that light, if that makes sense. Because that's yeah. the thing, when I speak to people about it, and, and I think it was tricky for us in our early stages, because we were trying to do lots of events and workshops around under the label human connection. But people just didn't get it, right? And I can understand that now because they were like, okay, I'm human, but what you're on about connection, internet connection, what? And then <laughs> when we explained it to them in a the group, they were like, oh, I get it now. But it, it was just that label that kind of got in the way of it, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it's, it is really that simple that it's something that's always there and it's always got our back, if that makes sense. And yeah. it connects all of us. So, yeah, I mean, going back to the Zoom thing versus being in person, I love both. You know, I really get a buzz out of both. Um, and, and I like to mix it up. I don't mind the fact that we're doing a lot more online right now because I know mm. there's going to be an end goal. You know, there'll be a certain time in the future when we'll go back to doing group work. Mm. But what I've been blown away with is the amount of people we have connected with online that are not in our world as coaches or clients that just get it because they see it, right? Mm. And it's a good remi reminder for us because we're always like, yeah, we need to explain it to everyone. But do we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's where it gets tricky, right? Because it's like, yeah, it's just this. And then they're looking at you like, don't, I get it. I'm, I'm experiencing it just like you. I'm a human being. Yeah. And it's actually and, good. And, 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 you know, what, what, what I'm seeing online in this situation of the of, of the pandemic is the things that are pe that people are doing all the common sense things that people are doing and and all the the good ideas and the suggestions of you know well we're crafting or we're doing this and da, da, da. And there's a whole 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 load of way ways of 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 using the time to me are all are all pointing to the same thing again it's all it's all looking for a connection it's looking for a connection to, to to life you know because there's there's connection between people sure but then there's there's your own connection to life and again you get that experience when everything else is removed out of the way when when you your idea of you is taken out of the equation. Mm. So if you're cooking or something and you're just like really, really into it, that's connection. That's connected. That's being connected to life. And if somebody, you know, pop their head around the door and, and asks you the question, you know, in the, in the last half hour, while you've been whistling away, while you've been cooking, where were you? Mm. Where was your idea of you? you'd probably reflect and go, oh, yeah, no, it wasn't there. <laughs> and that's connection. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's an absence. Yeah. And it's, it's, absence it's, it's the pursuit of anything, right, where you just get lost in it. You go yeah, into flow. Yeah. 
be doing yeah. anything. I mean, I love making music for that simple reason because I've got so used to just letting go of any me, yeah. <laughs> I. You know, we give it all these different, you know, and everyone's got, it's what I love about it is everyone's got a different way of describing yeah. it. Mm. You've, you just said flow, then, mm. you know, people call it being present and there's mm. all the, all these different ways of, of doing it. But that's what we're all searching for mm. all the time is just that sense of being, that, that sense of just being in the flow of life mm. without that me, 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 you know, what does this mean for me going on all the time, which is where we experience the suffering it's interesting as, as you were talking i just had this idea of you know people searching for connection in so many different ways and say in a relationship uh you you have it and then you don't there's stuff on your mind you don't feel it it's not that it's mm. not there you just don't feel it and then you think you need to be doing things in order to get there, like you need to work on this relationship, you need mm. to um, change that person, or you need to change yourself, or you need to achieve something, or you need to, you know, and, and you know, it could be with work, with anything. And the more you go in that direction, the further away mm. you are from, from just really experiencing that connection. Mm. It's really interesting. Totally. Yeah. It's the old and, and, be happy wins, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 it's just there. It's just uh, it's just losing yourself in, in that moment and experiencing it. And and things will be, things will come. Uh you'll get out of it, you'll get into it. You'll get yeah. out of it, you'll get into it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that anything is wrong, it's just No. It's just life, isn't it? It's interesting how quiet we all got, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> this, this doesn't make for good podcasting, guys. No. <laughs> I know, but it feels nice. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> People listening like, where, where the fuck have they gone? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not here. We weren't here for a minute. Though. It's okay. We're just, you know, we've, we've gone to our place. <laughs> we're all cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, for people listening, because, and I, I, I can get this, so there'll be people skeptical, though, yeah, whatever, it's not that simple. What would you say to them, the people that, you know, are in a bit of a spot, you know, are suffering right now? when they're hearing stuff like this, because when you hear other people talking about it, and it sounds nice and they're kind of having a nice moment. What a, what would you say to the people who are, you know, still not in a good space who are saying, mm. Mm, but? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that word curiosity comes, comes back for me mm. always. It's, it, it's the, um, for me, it's, it's, it's the way into anything really is to, it's like, well, hang, hang on a minute. It's very easy to say, okay, that, you know, that's not for me. Um, and so I'm not even going to look in that direction. Mm. And, and and that's fine. You know, I mean, I, I remember I first, my first experience of, of um, this um, understanding of, of, of how we work um, 
the you know the inside out understanding i like 15 years ago i read um richard carlson's book uh, don't sweat the small stuff actually no i didn't i didn't read that book i he, like he had an audio program called creating miracles daily mm-hmm. and Rich Carlson worked with Roger Mills, who worked with Sid Banks, you know, so, and he was, it was one of the first kind of bits of published material that was available in the mainstream. And, um, and I remember when I, when I was on a, I was on a bit of a kind of like a personal development odyssey back then. And I was doing all the, the, you know, the Tony Robbins stuff and Stephen Covey. And then I was exploring more the the spiritual end of things, so like the, you know, the Wayne Dyers and the Mike Dooley's and stuff. And and I I always felt like I should be doing something. I always felt that if I was going to get this life thing, <laughs> that it was going to involve hard work, you know? Made total sense. There were a whole load of books telling me that, there was a whole load of stuff I had to do so and then naturally you get to a point where you get a bit fed up with doing that or you have a you know you have a bad day and you just can't it's like I can't be bothered working on Mm -hmm. myself today no and and in those times I would listen to Richard Carlson (laughs) (laughs) and his creating miracles daily and the don't sweat the small stuff I'd always have quite a nice feeling because it would be almost like a step back from all of that mm. and to just to this this place where we went quiet just a few minutes ago mm. that book's full of that kind of stuff full of it and and I'd get a bit quiet and I'd feel okay and I'd feel okay enough to get back on the personal development again <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. and and if somebody had just taking me gently by the shoulders back then and said, no, 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 Charles, Charles, it's no more complicated than that. Just just read that book. If you're going to read anything, just read that book. And then when you can't even be bothered reading that book, don't read anything, mate, you know, because you got it all already. I'm not sure I'd have really, I'd have, you know, yeah, whatever. Got to get back to it. It's got hard work to do here, people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's funny, isn't it? As humans, we 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 think it's more complicated than it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we can we can really resonate with that. You you more so than me. The amount of things. Yeah, I mean, the studies. And... If if you look at my <laughs> portfolio of courses and trainings and education and all of that, it was stuff there. But it was really interesting that. You know, the more I was learning, the more I was seeing that it's not that. It's just like, mm, mm. it's not that. And and as you said, it's, it's difficult until I realized, actually somebody told me, you know, you don't have to change yourself. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, right. This feels good. Um and then I felt like that for a while and then I got back into, you know, but I have to fix this in order to, and I have to fix this. And because I was, for me, the big thing was, uh, um, now for me, the big thing is authenticity, like being who you are and, and being comfortable being who you are. Because m- most of my life before was trying to fix myself in order to be okay. Uh, and And then I, you know, 
the only time when 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 I was actually okay is when I was okay being myself. Mm. And um, so yeah, that that's the same the same journey of doing stuff and working on yourself and improving yourself and you know getting more confidence, getting smarter, learning more. And um, and it's just lots of work and uh, and and little connection, little connection. And I was just thinking back of how we started this call. You know, changing careers and 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 then following your nose really in, in directions that that you're going, and it comes from that connection from yourself. Mm. The connection yeah, with your wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and it's it's quiet, you know. Mm. It's quiet. It's like a little flute playing in a very loud orchestra, mm. and and you you've got to learn to 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 listen for it. And um, I, I think again, things make sense in retrospect. Mm. And um, when I when I left surgery and all the chaos and terror of that had subsided and I, and I found myself in this new career that I, that I really enjoyed and was being successful in and was all of my, my, my needs, my values, they were all being met, you know, it's like brilliant. And I look back, um, and was just saying, Oh, Oh yeah, you, you, you can't, you can do that. You can, you, you can follow your intuition and, it's not worked out how I imagined it would. It's actually worked out better. Mm. I, I, I wouldn't. I wonder if that's a thing, <laughs> because you can have. What is it they say? There's the old saying, isn't it? You know, an insight's not worth having if you don't act on it. Mm. You know, there was there, there was there there was there was always the that those kind of like, oh, I wonder if because that little pull of intuition. Oh, I wonder mm. if I should. I would, you know, try that or this mm. or that, and and it's by by doing all that from the outside, it just looks like someone's, you know, busily trying a whole bunch of different ways of doing something until they 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 find the right way of doing it. But but on the inside, it's 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 different, isn't it? It's mm. it's well, I'm I'm actually I'm actually listening to to my intuition, to my wisdom. Mm. instead of listening to that going on in my head it mm. doesn't mean anything mm. yeah, that's a good point that whatever's going on inside it's important to that individual and it is going to be tricky people from the outside might think you're erratic or well, what are you doing and all of this stuff mm. but yeah it, it's just trying to get in tune with that and being okay because people from the outside will judge you people will say you know and again they, it's not that they mean bad or, in most cases, they've got your back. It's just that, you know, their beliefs, their fears come in because they're not comfortable. Oh, my God, you've changed careers again, Peter. And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> because I didn't really have any other choice, to be fair. But I'm telling them, well, yeah, I'm coming up with this. What's you know. a career? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, at the time, again, I can look back after the fact, right? But... I didn't really have a choice. I mean, you always have a choice, but what I'm saying is it, it just happened and I just yeah. went with it. That was yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, And that's, yeah. that's what I really am happy I did that. But at the time, it wasn't like a game plan, that's for sure. No. I didn't get up and go, oh, I'm going to do this. I was just following 
I guess, my wisdom. But at the time, I probably didn't know what that was, or I definitely didn't know, you know, back in the day, because I wasn't really in tune with it. And it didn't feel comfortable and it was all over the shop. Mm. Or for whatever reason, as you could say, I could tune into that flute somehow. But yeah. I couldn't tell you how at all, you know. There's a uh, when I when I look back, some of the real defining moments have all had the same sort of characteristic. It's it's all an, an opportunity has arisen mm. that is that is in the direction I want to go in. So it's felt so right. And yet at the same time, been utterly, utterly terrifying because it's been way beyond what I've thought are my capabilities. And it's so easy to say no to those opportunities. It's so easy to say no to those. And I learned fairly, fairly it, you know, through trial and error, really, I mm, guess, mm. just gathering my own evidence in those situations, those really scary situations, you know, will you come and be the keynote speaker for a conference about career change when I'd never, ever done it before in my life, ever, once, and I didn't even have anything to talk, that I didn't have anything prepared, and yet I knew it was exactly the right thing to do, that that person had like almost been put on earth to ask me that question in that <laughs> moment. It just made total sense to me. It's, and I was like, yeah, totally. I totally want to get, totally want to do that. What are you going to talk about? I don't know. Mm. Something, I'll figure it out. And, and, and just by going through those moments of saying yes to, to, to what feels scary, but what feels right, and seeing that how it works out, always better than you imagine, always better than you imagine, mm. then I just, you know, over the years have got more comfortable. And now I kind of, you know, you know, I'm, I'm more, I'm seeking out those opportunities rather than, you know, just being a bit surprised by them when they come along. And it's like, oh yeah, no, this, this is great. This is good. This is how we, this is how we, we, we move forwards. Mm. I think that's good for people to hear. I love the fact that you said about, you know, just looking at the evidence because it is empirical, right? Because you can see it now. And, and obviously there are, there are triggers to that. There's, there's uncomfortable feelings. But you hit the nail on the head when you said, but it just feels right. Mm. But th there's obviously still uncomfortable parts mm. to it. But then isn't that all about what transformation and change looks like? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And it's you know it's 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 head and heart, isn't it? It's the I always have a little a little diagram of a stick man whenever I do any of my any of my workshops, you know, with a with a heart and, and a whole bunch of clouds going through your head, and it's and it's it's just seeing, just getting, becoming more aware of the different characteristics of those two two aspects, shall we say, of, yeah. of, of head and heart. And, and and in those situations, you can feel the pull of your heart. It's like, oh my god, this feels so right. Mm. And then you can feel the, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but of the of, of, yeah, of the intellectual cognitive Your mind kicks off. Yeah, but you don't know how to do this, and you you're not good enough, and you'll you'll you know you'll you'll mess it up. And and the more that we can see that that that's just noise white noise and doesn't have to be taken into consideration when you're mm. making decisions that's uh you know that's just really helpful on a practical <laughs> level <laughs> it, it is and it's, it's 
you know, and you said you, you mess it up and, and you know, you, you don't know everything. And you don't know everything and you may mess it up and that's yeah. okay. I mean, that's yeah, the way yeah. to learn. That's the Absolutely. way to go there. Yeah. yeah. And this is something that I didn't understand for a long time. And that was holding me back um, before. I mean, I was still doing stuff, but I was really, really, oh God, it was really p- difficult because, you know, there was lots of fear over there. Uh, until I understood that it's actually it's fine to mess it up. I mean, uh, it's the only way to uh, to learn. By, exactly. By, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No mistakes, only learning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good place to leave it. If um, if people are curious or want to get in touch with you, Giles, and get to know more about what you do and what you offer and how you help people, what would be the best place to get in contact with you? Yeah, I've got a, a website which is mostly links at the moment, but will be getting bigger. That's gilespcroft.com. Uh, I spend a lot of time on Twitter and Facebook. Again, just look look me up, gilespcroft.com. And uh, yeah, I'm there. Come say hello. Cool. Is there, usually Peter asks this question, but because unusually I have introduced you, this is what usually Peter does, so <laughs> unusually I'll ask you this question. Go on. Um, is there anything that you would like as, as a message, something that you have uh, learned in life, something that you would like to share with people uh, uh, right now, right here? Well, it's that, that is happening right here and right now. It's just mm-hmm. that, really that whatever's going on when we start to worry and we start to panic and we start to second guess things that those feelings that that we have are just gently prodding us and saying, you're not seeing how it is and how it is, is now. That's all there is really is the present moment. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks, Joels. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Mind Takeaway podcast. If you haven't already, please support us by pressing the subscribe button. Leave us a review and share it with your friends and your wider network. Thanks again for listening.